I'd like to welcome a columnist and a chartered accountant by profession, amongst many hats that he wears, uh, Mr. Temba Zamini, who wrote a timely piece titled The Fight. The, uh, the uh, fight the disease of corruption in the same way we fight the coronavirus. Temba, thank you very much for joining us uh, this early morning. Thank you very much for having me on your show and good morning to your listeners. Now, I want to know, are you usually up this early in the morning, Temba? Well, yeah, strange enough, yes. I'm in early rise in every sense of the word. My goodness. You know what? Every time someone tells me that they're early rise, I just think of these little worms getting up in the morning, right? And then all the birds coming down to chip at the birds, so at the worms. So clearly you are one of those guys that is always um, on top form at the time of the morning. And I'm glad that we have you with us this morning. The one thing that we are looking at is the the very issue of COVID-19 and how it has disrupted everything. Um, and I think, like everyone else, your early mornings have po- possibly been affected or your life as well has been affected by COVID-19. How have you been adapting? I think, yeah, I think we've uh, tried to, to ride the current of the fourth industrial revolution by making the most use of, of uh, technology, uh, things like Zoom and all that kind of stuff. But I think it, it has robbed us of that freedom of movement and just connecting, you know, as generally as a, as a people in South Africa, we are very uh, warm kind of people who love our intimate spaces and connecting with one another. But I think, uh, thank God, we have uh, things like uh, technology to try and bridge the gap. Mm. You know, the technology part is one thing that uh, is uh, an advantage for many who have, but many don't. And um, I think it it becomes a bit difficult for those who don't have access to the technology that we speak of today um, to be able to continue to study and run businesses. You wrote a piece, uh, uh, Tamba, and I think this piece of yours is one that has pulled a lot of heartstrings. What what brought about you writing this piece, making an an analogy between fighting a disease and also fighting corruption? Yeah, so I think, well, like as you just alluded earlier, COVID-19 has hit the nation and the world quite hard, you know. And I think for me, uh, losing my mom, you know, it brought this thing so home because I think uh, before this it was uh, COVID-19 is a far-fetched thing and all that kind of stuff. You read about statistics in the newspaper. But I think it changes a great deal when one of those statistics is your mom who raised you, you know, to the man that you are today, you know. And uh and I think the link between COVID and corruption, you know, it's, you know, I, I saw there were so many striking parallels between uh, COVID-19 and corruption itself, you know, in, so many, in, in a sense that you find that, you know, uh, this thing hits everyone, the rich and the poor, black and white. And corruption also has a, has a similar thing. And, it's, and, you know, it annihilates the body, the, the, the physical human body. And I feel that corruption in so many ways annihilates, you know, our economy and uh, in, in many aspects, the country itself. Mm. Firstly, uh, condolences for your loss. Uh, and uh, I, I hope that you are strengthened. Um, it's a, a really one of those things that no one can ever say we know what you're going through, but deep condolences to you and your family. Let's take a bit of a breather and we'll come back. We are speaking to Temba and uh, what we are doing right now is just looking at the piece that he's written, um, Fight the Disease of Corruption in the Same Way We Fight the Coronavirus. 
SAFM Sunrise. Your treatment in hospital, how did you feel about that? And I mean, so many people have been talking about the care in hospitals, and I do realize that you are a premier, so I'm sure someone was keeping an eye. Well, I normally resist to be treated through labels. Uh, I'm a human being. I went there. Uh, I've wronged in on my medical scheme plan. That was my personal choice. So because I've been medical aid, I was able to go to a hospital that would uh, be able to care for me. Job Mokoro, Premier of the Northwest. There we had a WhatsApp voice note just asking, how is the Premier? Where is he? And look, there he was. Suddenly he appeared on your radio. See the magic of SAFM. The tried and tested wake-up option. SAFM Sunrise. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get Get up. 3 to 5. Sound awake on SAFM. We are speaking uh, to columnist and chartered accountant Temba Lamini, who has written a timely piece, Fight the Disease of Corruption in the Same Way We Fight the Coronavirus. Temba is on the line, and if you'd like to ask your questions, you can do so on our WhatsApp number on 0614-104-107, or you can also call us in, in studio on 891 Temba, you know, you, you, this piece of yours that you wrote has made you draw the analogy between corruption in South Africa and also the COVID-19. We know a lot of corruption cases have come out in, in terms of um, some of the food parcels, some of the you know, distribution of uh, PPE. There's been just a lot of corruption um, cases around COVID-19. And when you wrote this piece, was there anything that influenced you in particular? Yeah, I think what influenced me is that, uh, you know, when I looked at this piece and how we are fighting, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, COVID-19, for instance, that we are almost trying our level best to pull all the strings. And I was, I mean, led, I mean, less thinking that or, I mean, uh, perceiving that we seem to be fighting uh, the virus more effectively, even though we're still obviously struggling in other parts of the country, we seem to be fighting it more effectively than we are fighting corruption. And, and I think the irony is that we fight corruption as if it's a new thing, you know, uh, whereas corruption has been around all along, you know. So, you know, whether it's the 2010 World Cup where, you know, we are celebrating or it's the death of the father of the nation, Nelson Mandela, you know, uh, it, it, it appears that corruption always finds a way to rear its ugly head. As It doesn't matter what it is. Even now with COVID-19, so in a desperate pandemic, you are still finding corruption continuing to rear its head. But our approach to it is so haphazard and not systematic, and it appears as if we, 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 we attack it as if it's something new and novel and not something that we've been struggling with for many years. Mm. It's a sad scenario talking corruption, seeing reports about it and also having to observe Madiba month of which we are currently in and a moral yeah. regeneration month. What sphere of society still has people of integrity? Because one could say that corruption is happening from the lower structures of society yeah. to the top spheres across various sectors. So it, it's really something that is quite saddening. Yeah, so I would say, I mean, the parts of the country, I mean, or, or spheres, I would say everywhere, 
we still have people of integrity. I think the easiest way to gauge that is that the fact that we still have the lights come on, you know, no pun intended. I know we have issues of load shedding, but, you know, the fact that things still function, you know, and uh, we still have, you know, certain spaces where we can speak of good health care and all that kind of stuff and good doctors, whether it's, it's the medical field. Um, and we have institutions that are, their heart and soul is in fighting corruption like your, your Auditor General, your Chapter 9 institutions that are trying their level best, including even within law enforcement. But however, there is that corrupt or the cancer that is in the system, you know, that is eroding all those gains. So I would say we still do have those people, but sadly, it seems that the tide is growing in favor of those uh, who are bent on the diabolical intentions of corruption. In your piece, uh, Tamba, you you liken corruption to comorbidities that make one's body particularly vulnerable to the extreme and deadly complications of COVID-19. Do you think that if South Africa would survive COVID-19 if it was a person? Uh, sorry, I missed your question. Do you think South Africa would survive COVID-19 if it was a person taking from your piece? that you have, you know, likened COVID-19 to, you know, a comorbidity in the human body? Yeah, so I think South Africa definitely, I mean, you know, we would survive, I think, COVID-19 as it is, as we are already, you know, um, we, we, we are surviving it. But obviously corruption is making the, 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 the loss of life and just the hardship in general exacerbated by the presence of corruption. However, what I do want to link is that if, for instance, you know, if we look at corruption in the same vein, we look at the virus of co- the coronavirus and we keep going in the trajectory that we are going, um, I believe we will not make it, you know, unless we do something drastic to turn the tide against corruption, because corruption will, in fact, rob us of our future. So, you know, it's, 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 it's something very intricate, this uh, corruption and COVID-19. And I think one of the things uh, that are, are a big issue is the fact that uh, corruption during a pandemic has a far-reaching impact. Lives could be lost and the pandemic could last long, which continues to impact the economy and people's livelihoods. And sometimes we're looking at lives versus livelihoods amidst this particular uh, pandemic. So, uh, Temba, do, do you feel that, um, according to the piece that you have re- written, that the people who are currently being, you know, affected the most are those who are are, are less fortunate? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, they are they are the ones that are being most most uh, affected, uh, sadly, by this by this coronavirus. I mean. You look at the hospital with the shortage of staff and the mismanagement that is taking place there, which is not something new. Again, the mismanagement has been there for many years. Report after report of the Auditor General has alluded to to uh, to um, hospitals and the medical medical fraternity with high amounts of irregular expenditure, high amounts of uh, high staff turnover in key key positions, the lack of competence in key positions, and what we are finding now we people are dying that shouldn't be dying, you know, because, you know, an IC unit has been poorly managed, for instance, and so on. So, you know, and you'd find that the people who are not so vulnerable have your medical aids and so on, but the people that don't have all that kind of stuff 
are dying and they shouldn't be dying. And one of the main reasons over and above the fact that, yes, we are in a pandemic, but the real pandemic is corruption in many, in many respects. And obviously take nothing away from, from COVID-19. But what I am alluding to is that, I mean, the impact is so much more worse for those in vulnerable spaces of our, of, of our society, primarily because of, of mismanagement that has been taking place over decades. And obviously this pandemic, all it does, it just highlights something that we've always known about. Mm. Yeah, corruption has always been there. But I think as we were trying to regenerate our moral fiber as part of restoring morals, do you think that parents or adults should be speaking to children and younger ones about uh, corruption and about morals and just restoring our sound society moral values? Absolutely. I think we, we certainly should. You know, and I think, and, I, and my heart does grow out, go out to many South Africans who are, who are, who are obviously in, a, in, a, in, in unfortunate situations that I'm speaking for myself. You know, I grew up in a very poor background and I understand the, the, the full world, the concept that it's very difficult to fight corruption in an empty stomach. You know, the high levels of inequality and all these things um, affect us negatively. However, I want to state this, that, you know, it all begins at home. You know, the fact that you have corrupt individuals, they didn't fall off the sky. They were, they were reared in a, in a normal home like you and I, you know, and it all began with that small change that you come back home with. It began with, uh, with uh, fixing the, the electrical box instead of paying for it. And the mom decides, you know, I'm going to, or the dad, whoever, decides, no, I'm not going to pay. I'm going to get some guys to do some dodgy stuff on the, on the electrical junction box or whatever so that I don't have to pay electricity. That moment when you're driving down to town where you give, you know, the Metro Police a cool drink, those small acts, you know, corrupt acts, eventually, if undealt with, there's a signal that has been sent to that young child that it is okay, you know. And the only difference now is that, you know, you're not being corrupt over, over a 10 rand, you know, when you went to go buy bread, but now you have, you're in charge of millions. And now that same muscle, you know, of, of, of deviance is now being fully manifested in, in one's life. So I, I do believe it does begin at home. And I think if South Africans can look at ourselves in the mirror and say, what kind of a society are we raising? You know, are we raising, you know, upright, stable children, you know, who, who put a high premium on integrity? You know, I think if we can do that, we will begin, you know, um, to see the fruits. We might not see them instantly, but we certainly will see them in the future. The saying that I, I, I was raised with by Uma Kulwami, she says, do as I do, not do as I say. So we as adults need to start doing exactly what we want yeah. to model our kids to do. Um, and Temba, I couldn't agree with you any further. Now, as we close off, do you have faith in the president's announcements that an investigation center has been set up um, to probe all allegations against corrupt uh, activity around COVID-19 funds? Now, with, with all due respect, and I love our president, and I love his intentions, but I think most South Africans are very aware 
that uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know, I think as people of South Africa, we are quite fatigued about centers of investigations, um, commissions of inquiry, you know, this committee that has been sent up. You know, what people want to see, they want to see people locked up and put in jail and not people redeployed and all these kinds of things. So I think, you know, the proof, the, the proof is going to be in the pudding. You know, just having another center and having another forum investigating. And I think one thing that our government really needs to ramp up its efforts in is in the, in the art of prevention. If you know something's going to happen, surely you should by now have built in systems in place to ensure that you prevent these things happening, you know. And we should stop being very, to being, being um, reactionary because right now we are being reactive you know, to something that we know that there's always corruption, there's always this worry, you know, how about before we even do these things, we already have systems in place to monitor, to detect in time and to prevent. I think that's the main thing. And obviously failing those things, then obviously, yes, investigate. But yet again, people want to see people being locked up, want to see senior officials. All we see, normally what we see is your low-level ranking officials being, you know, bearing the brunt and being scapegoats and all that kind of stuff. But the senior guys we all know are quite instrumental in all of these things. They get off scot-free. And I think until people see people behind bars, we will not have faith in, in, uh, in, 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 in the government's efforts. Mm, well, we do need to see something happening from these uh, investigations. Now, um, as we close off, uh, Tamba, tell us uh, where can people read your piece and what do you hope to that people will take away from reading your piece? Yeah, they can read my piece at the Malian Guardian on their website. Uh, it's, it's live there or in any of my social media uh, platforms at Temba Tlamini uh, Village Boy or Temba Tlamini uh, at, on LinkedIn. Yeah, and I think the main thing that I want people to take away from the piece is that, um, you know what, we need to put our, our shoulders to the wheel, all of us, you know, get our hands dirty wherever we find ourselves and realize that, you know, like I say, you know, when my mom is sadly enough, you know, that she crossed away. But the fact that she needed, you know, my sister and her husband to drive her to the hospital, she needed the medic, she needed the hospital, and she needed doctors to see to her, yes, they failed, you know, but that's the same picture I want us to have for South Africa, that, it, you know, it's not just the, the doctor that is responsibility, it's all of our responsibility. You know, when we see corruption, what do we do? You know, it's all of our responsibility because wherever somebody has been corrupted, there's, a, on the other hand, the corrupter, mm. you know, so... Until we get that through our heads that, you know, this thing, this is our country, you know, and we need to be active citizens, you know, folding our, folding our, 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 our shirts and getting our hands dirty and really uh, um, participating, you know, whether you're in the private sector, whether you're a part of government or you're a layman, wherever you are, you have a role. You know, it is different, but it is equally important in the fight against the COVID-19, I mean, uh, corruption. Thank you so very much, Temba Lamini, and uh, definitely a piece to look at um, if you haven't read it at uh, the Mail and Garden. We really appreciate uh, your time this morning and uh, condolences to you and your family. Thank you very much.